Hello and welcome to the Bucket Hats Pirate Podcast. I am your host, Bucket Hat Fred, and I am doing a chapter review and read-through of chapter 950, titled A Soldier's Dream. So right now we have the cover page of, I believe, Chiffon punching the sky with their left hand, saying... I want to see my twin sister Lola. And then in the background, we see Tart 25, the boat that they're on, uh, Beige, uh, the captain, and Vito just looking out into the, the distance. Yeah, so it seems that Lola is something that is someone who's on Chiffon's mind. So I think Chiffon might go and try to see Lola in the upcoming uh, story. Yeah, so let's get into the chapter right now. I flip to the first page and we see Kid the Pirate saying you want to fight against Kaido again. And it seems to be Luffy and Kid outside the gate and Luffy's looking back, looking like he's about to pass out. <laughs> Luffy says, you want to join with me? Are you crazy? Replies um, Kid. You saw that. You saw what happened. And as he says that, we have Kid stretching out his left arm and all of the uh, metal in the area seems to be attracted to his arm, so he's gathering everything into his left hand. It's making a big metal fist. And he says, You saw what happened to my partner? I'm sick of the alliance. I don't trust anyone. Consider it a gift. That I don't kill you right here. Let's go, killer. We do things our own way. Let's get back to our people. Okay, so Kid the Pirate's making a fit. Um, and as he says, I'm sick of the Alliance, we see a flashback of Hawkins and Scratchman Apu. And it seems that um, Kid seems to be really mad at those two for abandoning, abandoning him during their fight against Kaido, as what I'm assuming. And now Kid punches the gate and leaves the prison, not making an alliance with Luffy. and just seems to be angry at the whole situation because now, yeah... Yeah, as uh, as Kid leaves, we also have his partner at the back of him, and Killer is leaving along with Kid. Next page. Evacuation Labor Camp Udon. Pirates. So the Straw Hat Man is a pirate just like Kaido? Yes, but no. We can't trust him. Who knows what he'll do? He'll betray us. Why would you bring us a pirate of all people? Listen, the seas are vast and there are many kinds of pirates out there. If you interact with him, you'll understand that he does not lie. That man is the linchpin to overthrow to the overthrow of Kaido. Oh dear, we need something to convince them, but at least they're living they're lively again. Besides, is it really true that you came here from twenty years in the past? You always looked old to begin with, Ryzo. What if you just plain aged twenty years? What? Are you taking this opportunity to insult me? Where did the straw hat fellow go? Tama, it's dangerous here. You shouldn't be sorry about this, big bro. Yeah, so what happened in this scene is that it seems that the samurai, like Raizo and Kawamatsu, and old man Hyo are talking to all of the prisoners, trying to convince them that Luffy's a good person. We have Raizo talking directly to all the prisoners who seem to be a bit cynical that Luffy's going to be a good person because he's a pirate. But then, like, what happened in the dialogue, Raizo decided to try to say, listen, the seas are vast and there are many kinds of pirates out there. So they're really just trying to convince the prisoners to go along with Luffy because Raizo believes that Luffy is the linchpin to overthrow 
Kaido. Yes, and now they're looking for Luffy now, and it switches over to uh, a bit of dialogue between Momo, Tama, and Chopper. As we flip over to the next page, on the next page we see Tama talking and um, to the other three. Luffy's in the back corner looking like he's about to die. He's really like paled out and like his body's on fire. And it looks like Chopper's working on some sort of medicine to heal Luffy. But Thomas says, but I'm glad to see you're all right. No, he's not. He's dying, says Momo. And now Chopper says, don't touch him. I'm finding the right an antibody right now. And now it's seen that Chopper's getting mad right now. What's the point of making a show of it not affecting you if you're gonna hide it and suffer? I know that virus is killing you. Why don't you think about consequences? Apologize to me. And then Luffy says, Z -z Sorry, it hurts. Help me. <laughs> Luffy might be stupid, but he's truly an extraordinary being despite it. I could never do such a thing, says Momo. Yeah, well, that's because you're stupid and cowardly and weak and a chicken and totally helpless, says Luffy. <laughs> oh, my God. Luffy just freaking roasted Momo for no reason. I mean, there's a reason behind it, but he just roasted Momo after Momo gave him such a great grand compliment. Freaking Luffy's so rude. <laughs> now Momo's getting really mad and Tom was holding her, him back and he's punching the sky. Momo says, silence, you insolent dog. That was not an invitation for you to add on. Don't hit him or you'll catch it too, Momo. Go on, Momo. I guess Luffy's trying to instigate things right now. Uh, they're, uh, the one they're all waiting for is you. Gah, yeah, stop it, you fool. You'll kill me, hmm? Oh, it seems that they're trying to pull Momo out to, to talk to all of the prisoners who've been like waiting for his arrival. Huh? Says all the prisoners looking out at Momo. And Momo just looking back with his mouth dropped saying, ah? Oh, and now all the prisoners are they're bowing onto their knees and they're wailing. Lord Momosuke, I see what we were missing. Wow, and now all of them are gathered around Momo. Here is a massively powerful page where Momo's in the middle of it and there's dust clearing out everywhere and all the prisoners are on their knees and their hands bowing down, touching the ground, almost it's like in a full prostrate on their knees. Was a dream. It is good to see you alive and well, something that lies beyond the battle. It's not me, what I see reflected in their eyes. Must be my father, the great shadow cast by the Kazuki clan that supported Wano for all those years. And now, um, I believe that's Momo who's saying that. I don't know if he's thinking that out loud or if he's speaking it, but that's the dialogue. And now more zooming faces of the prisoners crying. I've never felt so heavy upon me until now. Don't be afraid, Monosuke. Oh, wow. Um, I think those are the prisoners speaking to Momo, saying that there's, there's not a burden on him. I'm not quite sure what they're saying there, but everyone is just overwhelmed with emotions, seeing their prince come back after 20 years, helping to revive their, their hope. That they can get back Kaido. Everyone, please hear me out. I will tell you what happened that terrible day and what have what we have been doing up to this point. Yes, sir. It's a relief to see Lord Monosuke looking so bold, but for now there is a place I urgently wish to go, says Kawamatsu. And then Kawamatsu continues, but I will rejoin the group before this battle. Riser replies, Very well then. And now we have a map 
of Curry and Wano. And switching back to, and now we see Shutenmaru speaking, him saying, this is 20 years for you. This is how hard it is to believe. This is how hard it is to continue believing in legends. As insubstantial as the clouds, 10 years was as far as we could get. As he says that, we see everybody's faces a bit distraught. They have lines of darkness over their eyes and their nose and their mouth and their foreheads as if they're seeing something that's completely unbelievable and depressing. And now we see um, the field that the three of them are looking out into and it's just a field of graves, a bunch of headstones that pop out of the ground that go all the way down the area. Um, I would say an estimate probably just looking out, maybe a number of 50 graves just at looking and around them, a bunch of cherry blossoms coming out of the ground. They couldn't take it any longer. They headed to Ogi, Ogishima, Ogashima, and they all died. It has been 10 years. We're older now. If we have w to wait 20 years, we'll be even weaker. And you want us to keep waiting for people who might never actually return? Trust in them. Kianmon, the others will come back. They'll have Lord Monosuke with them. This is Shutenmaru back in the past trying to convince the villagers or the residents of Wano to not fight, but they seem to not believe him. Just to repeat what the villagers had said, they said, and you want us to keep waiting for people who might never actually return. It's been 10 years. We're older now. If we have to wait 20, we'll be even weaker. So... It seems that Shutenmaru really tried to convince the villagers to not try to fight back against Kaido and to wait another 10 years, but they were just too impatient and they really wanted their freedom and they didn't know whether or not the others were going to return back in another 10 years. So this is the aftermath of that decision and we have a bunch of graves laid out before us showing us the deaths of, I guess maybe, I don't even know how to estimate this, hundreds of people ruling trying to fight back for their freedom. And the, d the design of these headstones are um, different from your Americanized normal ones where they're a bit wider. Um, these ones are really thin ones that just pop out of the ground and um, they have a bit of like an awning on top of it as if they made it look like it's a, a house or something. Uh, yeah, this is really powerful imagery. Moving on to the next page, we have a flashback of all that had happened with Shutenmaru and the villagers as they were waiting for the others to return. And it seems, it says, We won't follow Orochi, so we have nothing to eat. We'll die of illness before it ever comes to fighting. It's Kaido's army. They busted the well. Gyahahaha. They burned the fields. We can't wait any longer, Shutenmaru. Forget it. You're wasting your lives, says Shutenmaru. We don't stand a chance unless we raise a full army with the Kozuki name. As Shutenmaru continues, and now the villagers reply to him again, at least let me die properly with a katana in my hand. If I'm going to die one way or another, it might as well be as a samurai. Don't try to stop us. Wow, they are really not listening to Shutenmaru anymore, and they really just want to fight. So, as they were discussing whether they're going to fight or not, it seems that they were also reminiscing of all the atrocities that Kaido's armies had did to them. They said, it's Kaido's army. They busted the well. Now it shows a picture of one of the um, Kaido pirates smashing down a well and everyone looking around a bit distraught. And they also said they burned the fields. And now it shows a bunch of villagers of Wano running away. 
they're really showing strong imagery of dystopia, very hopeless, very, very hopeless for the people of Wano now that Kaido is in control. Now, the villagers continue to tell Shuten Mario, do you remember when we were just strapping boys? How would we scream to test our metal? After all, when people value themselves too much, they become cowards who take no risk. Surrender your name and as and become a child. Uh, leap before you look. Remember our abbreviations. Sunachi. Wow. Okay, so uh, they gave themselves a name. And the pun for the name is surrender your name and be as a child. I'm pretty sure this is like some sort of um, Japanese translation. They try to make it work as much as possible. Um, but this is what we have to work with. So they're emphasizing Sunachi. So their name is Sunachi. And now in the next imagery we see you raise your voice and shout. We see a sword into the sky. Oh, what sword is that? That looks like a black blade sword. I'm not looks familiar. It looks like a really important sword that I'm looking at right now, but I don't know what it is. Um it is one of the swords with a black blade at the end of it. I feel like Zora might have had this one. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not too in I'm not too knowledgeable on the, the One Piece swords, but I'll get back to it eventually. Um, now all of them are raising their swords, and they're on boats heading out into the waters about to fight. And they scream, Sunachi! Shutemaru simply crying, thinking, come back. Come back here. As they all sail away, and Shutemaru is the only one on the island. He's broken. Flash forward back to the present tense, and now it's just Shutenmaru, Shutenmaru, Inurashi, and Kianamon looking out into the the field of all the graves. Shutenmaru says, why did it take 20 whole years? We will know when the job is done, says Inurashi. Kianamon says now, there must be a meaning to it all. Shutenmaru now grabs his sword, looking at it. I do not intend to doubt Lord Odin. Hey boys, time in eight years, the night of the fire festival, the mission to raid Ogashima in the name of Kozuki name and take the heads of the Kaido pirates and the Shogun Orochi. Join us if you have what it takes. It's now Shutenmaru, uh, Shutenmaru turning around towards the people who were with them looking out into all the graves, truly rallying them and trying to build up morale. And now we have all the, the, uh, the former... Um, all the prisoners who waited for the 20 years, are not the prisoners, all of the villagers who waited for the 20 years, looking back at Shuten Maru saying, of course we do, chief. The day is all we waited for. Lord Yasui's death won't be in vain. Ashura, then you will... Okay, says Kianmon, as Kianmon gets cut off, and Shuten Maru says, you're still the way you were back then, Kianmon. We might have been the same age once, but now we're 20 years stronger. Hey... Ain't that right, dog? He makes a good point, says Inarashi. Uh, well, now they're now they're hugging side to side, super excited to fight. Kinamon says, "Shut up, you geezers! You had better not hold us back." What? Now, now, please don't get into a fight here. Let us. Uh, none of us can break up an Akazaya quarrel. That was a strong, strong bit of a uh, emotional blast that I got from reading that bit of the chapter. Uh, what I like about One Piece and what Oda does is that for a lot of the motivations that happen for characters in the present moment, it likes to explain it by going back into the past for a bit and it's showing what happened 
and what led that character to their position, their their current position. And what had just happened was we showed Shoten Maru back 10 years ago trying to stop the villagers from doing a raid uh, prematurely, but they didn't listen to them and it cost them their lives. So now Shoten Maru really believes he has a responsibility to continue their fight as he looked back onto them. And now he faces those who are before him and rallying them to go and fight, to raid Og Onigashima, to take Kaido, the pirate, and Orochi's heads. Crazy powerful stuff. And now we see everyone kind of celebrating the fact that they're going to war. All right. So panning back to the map of Wano now, we, are, I, we show an image of the Hakumai region, the forest outside the flower capital. What's happening here? King. Oh, we just see a forest, a couple people lying down on the ground, and it looks like a, a bit of a, a glare that could be a slash. Goof! Boon uh, boon is the sound, or bang bang. And we see, oh, I believe it's Zoro with one sword slashed out, slicing someone. Zoro putting away his sword, and the person he slices saying, curse you. Thought it looks like a, it looks like a, a ninja of sorts. The person's wearing like a... A gi, I believe, and has a ninja star on his chest. And Zoro just slashed him. Now, endless shrine deep in the forest is the setting. We see a shrine, and around the shrine, it's Zoro standing still, and a bunch of these ninjas lying down, dead on the ground, in front of an old-looking building. Hmm. Is that all of them? How many of these stupid ninjas are in this army anyways? Okay, swish. Now we see a door slightly open up. I'm sorry, I've been a burden on you. Maybe so, but don't worry about it. Now it seems that Kumurasaki, I believe, is coming out of the, the building and apologizing for being a burden to Zoro, but Zoro doesn't mind it, I guess. So it's just the two of them right now. Zoro says, If I had let you die, I'd have to answer to Monosuke. You're going back to that house in the snow. Anywhere is fine as long as I can hide, but I'm worried about Otoko. I hope she's alright, says Kumurasaki. I left her with my people. She'll be fine, Speaking uh, physically speaking. Right now, I want to go after the guy who took my sword. Now it seems that Zoro is going out with vengeance, trying to get back his sword. And now Kumurasaki says, I will take you there, of course, to the most famous bandit bridge on Ringo, I presume. I gotta get it back by the time of the battle. You cannot understand the value of that great sword, Shishui. The weight just doesn't sit right on my waist right without it. Okay, I can't forgive Orochi for this. I'm going to avenge Tono Yasu's death, says Zoro. And now it just shows Komurasaki looking down with her eyes tearing up. As far as Orochi goes, I wish that I could kill him myself. Oh, wow, and now it shows Kamurasaki is the one who actually wants to be the one to kill Orochi. And now Zoro's looking out by the side of his eye, speechless, as not knowing what to say to Kamurasaki, who obviously has a lot against Orochi. Panning over to the flower capital, what's the matter with you? You've been acting strange. Oh, so we have some dialogue coming from people. We I'm not too sure who's who's speaking. Now it shows X Drake saying it's nothing. Let's get this over with. And now Hawkins is in the picture saying yes, the job is simple. Hawkins continues to speak saying, 
Once he speak, it will be over very quickly. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. No way. Uh, I know you've got a connection to the straw hat. So you're going to tell me what you were plotting here in Iwano. All of it. And now it shows Law. <laughs> oh, gosh. Law trap in the cells. He's chained up. I'm pretty sure those are sea prism stone. Priest is sea prism stone chains around his wrist all blocked up. And, uh, wow, he's looking like Goldie Roger right now uh, before he got chopped at the, the block before he died. Kind of just smiling there with a menacing face. He looks beaten up. So they've captured Law. Jeez. That's, that's crazy. Now, the sound effect that happens here is doom. Next chapter hits August 4th. So that's the end of the chapter. So much had happened in that chapter. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Finally, all of the villagers or the prisoners see Monosuke and they realize they have a chance to fight back because those who were gone back 20 years ago are now back to fight for freedom. It was a lot of morale building. And then after that, we see Kiemon, Inurashi, and Shutenmaru reminiscing about the fight that had happened 10 years ago and how they lost. But now, now 10 years later, they're strong enough to fight again. After seeing that strong image of like the flashback of everyone kind of going to war and then dying. And then seeing them still have the morale to fight back. That shows so much strength and resilience. And you just can't help but also feel excited for the war to come. And then we see Zoro again into the chapter. Who's still with Kumurasaki and trying to fight his way to get back his sword. So many pieces are coming together right now. And it's crazy. And now we finally see Law again trapped. With Hawkins and Drake in the capital. This is such, so much progression happening right now. It's ridiculous. I don't know what's going to happen next. <sighs> that was a crazy chapter. Chapter 950, I believe that was a that was a pretty good chapter for the Wano arc thus far. If I have to give it on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd give it a solid 8. Because I was thoroughly enjoyed reading it. This is some crazy stuff. So this is my first read through of the chapter after I read it through a couple more times. I'll pretty sure I'm pretty sure I'll have a stronger sense of what direction the story is going, but if I had to go with some immediate like I guess predictions of what's going to happen next in this series is I would probably say things are going to go a lot more downhill before anything gets better. I'm not too sure what's happening. The straw hats are not all together. Zoro is, is split from everyone and like Law is um is captured right now. So they're not at 100% to go and fight in the invasion. They need everyone there in order for it to work. But everything is going... Everything's in different places right now. So I'm pretty sure there's going to be some sort of thing that happens in the battle that... um I don't know what it is that brings everything down south real quick. And also, we don't know what happened, what's up with Big Mom right now. She's like a wild card in the series. She wasn't shown at all at this chapter. So she probably is going to be shown in the next chapter doing something crazy. Um, but yeah, I don't know what's going to happen next. If any of you have any like theories or any um, ideas as to what's gonna, what direction the story is going, let me know. I know all the chapters are out already from up to chapter 952, I believe. But I haven't gotten that far yet. I'm going to do my review and read through of that in the next episode. But if you like this content and if you liked how I I'm doing this format of reading the chapters out loud and describing what I'm seeing as well as reacting to you. Let me know and um, let me know what you think. 
I really enjoy doing these read-throughs, and I hope you're enjoying them as well. So that's going to be it for the Bucket Hat Pirates podcast. I'm your host, Bucket Hat Fred, signing off from this amazing chapter of Chapter 950.